Hi guys, this is rather strange after a long YouTube hiatus, but what I'm doing is recording kind of a podcast, but I thought it would be a good one to do as a YouTube video, so I am breaking my YouTube hiatus. So is it weird to see me back on your screen? after such a long time away. I'm obviously no longer a bodybuilder, so that is pretty much gonna be the topic of this YouTube video. I'm also gonna start recording as a podcast and upload it as part of my usual female fitness podcast. But yeah, I thought it would make a good YouTube video, so here we are. I asked for questions on Instagram and I got some really good questions actually about my transition away from bodybuilding away from solely bodybuilding because I still do some hypertrophy style sessions to more of a sort of well-rounded approach to training and nutrition. I have more of a health focus now as I've spoken about previously on the podcast and my goals are no longer purely based on my body composition. I still care about my body composition and I still want to maintain sort of the condition that I'm in and I still want to you know progress to some extent with with my physique in some areas such as my glutes and my hamstrings to be honest that's all I care about like I I no longer want to I no longer care about building muscle tissue in through my upper body if it happens it happens and I haven't got an issue with that if it's a byproduct of my training but I no longer care about pushing for maximal development through my body um my priority is like I said maintaining the physique that I currently have because I'm happy in my own skin and I don't feel a need to push for more hypertrophy I don't feel a need to push for fat loss either um so yeah I want to maintain a body composition that I'm happy with but I, I no longer feel the need to push my body to to an extreme and to have my body composition as the main focus. My priority now is my overall health, my mental and physical health. I want to perform well. I want to get fitter, get stronger. And I want to live my life. I want to live a balanced life, be able to enjoy social occasions um, with no guilt attached. I want to be able to enjoy them whilst maintaining a really good relationship with food and you know you'll see a lot of people and they they will enjoy social occasions but when they have that that occasion and they almost see it as their their one opportunity to go all out on food and they feel restricted throughout the rest of the week that's that's not where I want to be and that's not where I am I feel very relaxed around social occasions and um I'm very in tune with my hunger cues now I don't track my food anymore the majority of the time. There's been the odd occasion where I've tracked in the run-up to a CrossFit competition just to make sure that I'm eating enough more than anything. Um, just as like a reference point, I've tracked a few days, but on the whole, I don't track my food anymore. I'm very in tune with my hunger cues. I obviously have tracked for years in the past, so I have an awareness of what I need. It's not like I have zero education on nutrition. I do have that background education. 
and I do use that knowledge I still have food guidelines that I follow so for example I have several servings of protein throughout the day I have a serving of fruit or veg with each meal I love fruit and veg like genuinely love it health is one of my main goals so of course I'm going to include lots of nutrient-dense foods in my diet I'm very mindful with my food so I sit down to eat my meals I chew my food properly I eat slowly without distractions and if I'm full halfway through a meal I will stop I won't feel like I have to eat everything that's on my plate if I'm not hungry for it um I don't feel like I need to eat for the sake of it and yeah I'm just in a really really good spot with with nutrition and with my life like I have a better social life than I think I've ever had in the past I am genuinely really really happy I have so much energy for training I'm recovering really well um I have a better sex drive than I ever had when I was competing so yeah I, I loved competing in bodybuilding whilst I did it and at the time it was 100% for me, like I loved it whilst I was doing it. But I'm now at a point in my life where I value other things. I value my social life, I value my sex life, I value having balance and being able to put more time, energy and effort into work that, you know, competing, it takes up a lot of time, energy, effort. You have to sacrifice other aspects of life to be the best bodybuilder you possibly can. And my values no longer allow me to sacrifice what would be required to sacrifice to compete in bodybuilding anymore. It's just what I personally value and I'm very in tune with that. I'm very in tune with my needs. So that's where I'm at right now. Bit of a ramble there, so sorry about that guys. But onto the Q&A slash podcast. Um, so I, like I said, I put up a questions box on my Instagram and I got lots of really good questions about my transition away from purely bodybuilding to following a different approach to training. And for those of you who don't know, I do a couple of hypertrophy sessions over the week. Those hypertrophy sessions are glute hamstring focused. So I don't do any like upper body bodybuilding. I just do glutes and hamstrings essentially. Little bit of quads thrown in there, but my quads seem to have grown quite a lot since I started CrossFit so I don't do much um quad dominant hypertrophy work at all do the odd leg extension here and there sometimes I just don't do anything at all um but we do a lot of like barbell back squats in CrossFit we do a lot of deadlifts so obviously I'm getting I'm getting some quad engagement from those exercises I'm getting some quad volume in over the week when we do some of our strength work in CrossFit so yeah I do two hypertrophy sessions glute hamstring focused and then what I usually do is three to four CrossFit or strength and conditioning style sessions and what I mean by that is when you go to a CrossFit box and you go to a CrossFit class, it will usually be split into a strength section followed by a WOD. The strength section might be, for example, back squats, five sets of five. You would do that exercise, you would then have a short break, and then you would go into a WOD. WOD stands for workout of the day, and essentially it's a mix of cardio, barbell movements and gymnastics the barbell movements are both like um your traditional overhead press squat deadlift but then there are also the olympic lifts in there so you've got your snatch you've got your clean you've got your jerk um so it's a mixture of lots of different barbell movements at a lighter load so you, not like you know 100 kilos or anything like that at a lighter load if it's an award and like i said gymnastics so 
you've got your pull-up variations like kipping pull-ups you've got muscle-ups in your gymnastics you've got toes to bar um and then there's the cardio element which is like burpees the rower the bike um box jumps burpee box overs skipping or double unders for those that can do double unders so it's a mixture of all of those different elements put into a workout and the workout will either have a time cap or um you will log like it might well workouts might have a, a time cap but you will either log the time it takes you to complete a certain workout so a certain number of reps a certain number of rounds or you will log the number of reps you manage to perform in a given amount of time and that's how you log your performance in the CrossFit session so that's what you'll do when you go to a CrossFit box if you go to a CrossFit gym and you go to a class it will be a strength section followed by a short break then into a wad which is that what I've just spoken about and um, what I mean by strength and conditioning so strength and conditioning is different to CrossFit but strength and conditioning training will complement CrossFit your CrossFit performance because strength and conditioning kind of says it in the name it will help you build your strength and it will help with your conditioning as well if you do it right so it's the type of training that like athletes would do who compete in maybe rugby or football to improve their performance strength and conditioning is specific to an athlete's sport um, and it will vary depending on what sport they're trying to get better at for example I'm currently studying for my level four strength and conditioning qualification at the moment. I've got a case study client and my case study client is cross, CrossFit athlete. So what we're doing is we are working to improve her performance with her Olympic lifts so that that will translate into improved CrossFit performance and as well as improving her um, strength with her Olympic lifts and her, her form. We're working on improving her strength and her form with her compounds such as the uh, squat bench and deadlift and we are working on the conditioning side of things which will transfer over to her CrossFit performance but strength and conditioning is different to purely CrossFit. CrossFit is obviously the sport, strength and conditioning training will support the sporting performance. Let me know if that makes sense. Um, so one of the questions I got asked was how did I get into CrossFit? Did I learn myself or did I join in on group classes to begin with? So I definitely started with the group classes. I originally started CrossFit in December um, and then we went into lockdown. So I started in December, we went into lockdown. During lockdown, I was training, I don't know if any of you saw, but I was training in a storage unit. So I hired out a storage unit and I was training in the corridors in there. Um, so I basically stuck to bodybuilding during lockdown because I, I wasn't familiar enough with CrossFit to do that style of training on my own. So I mainly stuck to bodybuilding, just incorporated the odd wad in there from um, what the box had put online um, and then went back to CrossFit after the lockdown I think it was January or February what we got out of lockdown and went back to the box and went into classes yes so I did go into classes and basically during a CrossFit class they'll have an instructor who will help you with movements if you're struggling in the strength section obviously they have a large group of people so it's difficult for them to instruct you individually but they will give you some guidance and then you'll go into the wad and there's always scaled options so what that means is when you do a crossfit 
workout there's the rx version which is basically the the like gold standard version of the workout so it will have the heavier loads you'll have to do box jumps rather than step ups um rx is um you'll have to do proper like kipping pull-ups muscle-ups things like that handstand walks whereas you can always scale a workout so scaling a workout means that you basically adapt the exercises to make it easier for you so there's always an option to work to your own capabilities when you go to a crossfit box when you go to a crossfit workout so a scaled option of a box jump would be a box step up a scaled option of a kipping pull up might be um, a jumping pull up or an assisted pull up the scaled option of like a 40 kilo snatch could be doing the snatch with the bar for example there's always a scaled option so don't worry if you're just starting off you won't get thrown in the deep end and you won't have to do all of the the rx standard movements you will be able to scale everything so that's how i started scaling all of the movements and i'm now at the point where i've only got a few more rx movements to master and um, those being like handstand walks double unders handstand push-ups i think that's most of the movements i've got left to learn um so yeah that's where i'm at, at the moment but i still scale some things and you know you might have to scale things at different point in your training career due to like illness injury if you're just feeling a little bit fatigued you can always scale some things so don't ever be afraid to scale a workout if you do try crossfit and there's just know that there's always an option for you in any workout you will never have to do something that you actually can't do you'll never have to sort of injure yourself and you can be sensible whilst you're doing crossfit so next question was what sort of exercises are involved in crossfit i get confused between olympic lifting and crossfit so olympic lifts are included in crossfit that's that's the sort of difference olympic lifting is a sport on its own olympic weightlifting they've done it at the olympics all of that jazz so olympic lifts would be for example your jerk um your snatch your clean and the variations of those movements um and the breakdowns of those movements essentially and then those those lifts are included in crossfit workouts and in the strength section of your crossfit workouts so olympic lifting is included in crossfit so the two you have to get good at your olympic lifts to be really good at crossfit and that's where that comes in if that makes sense but on top of that in crossfit you've got your olympic lifts you've got your compound movements like your deadlift like your squat variations your overhead squat front squat back squat then you've also got in the wads gymnastics and the fitness part so you've got running you've got rowing you've got the bike um you've got your gymnastics movements like toes to bar muscle ups pull up variations like kipping pull ups butterfly pull ups you've got box jumps burpee box overs double unders um you've got wall balls you've got handstand push ups there are a lot of different you've got lunges there are so many different exercises thrown into crossfit rope climbs is another one um the peg board 
it's never ending and that for me is part of what makes CrossFit so much fun and so engaging and so enjoyable because there are so many different elements of it and there's almost always going to be room for improvement like no, mo no matter what level you are at CrossFit there's always going to be something new to learn and they're always throwing new things in there and they're always making the weights heavier for RX and they're always challenging the athletes so it's one of those things that's very engaging and you have to learn to be okay with being really bad at it to begin with and you have to learn to be okay with always having room for improvement and probably never feeling like you've mastered it because there's so many different elements to master but that for me is what makes it fun and engaging and in line with my goals at the moment because there's a huge fitness element but I'm also working on my gymnastics which is really fun and something that I've not done before and I'm also working on my strength so it works really well for my goals at the moment and that's why I'm incorporating it into my training like I said I still do a couple of glute hamstring sessions over the week so I still do some hypertrophy work alongside CrossFit I'm not only doing CrossFit and nothing else and I do some strength and conditioning work to um, supplement my CrossFit and I also do some injury prevention so some rear delt work as well because in CrossFit there's a lot of overhead loading so it's wise not a lot of crossfit athletes do this but it would be wise for a lot of crossfit athletes or people that participate in crossfit in general to do some rear delt work to help them prevent injury and do some strength and conditioning work and some hypertrophy work alongside their crossfit workouts it would do a lot of people the world of good um the next question is tips for incorporating performance-based training alongside some hypertrophy work. For example, how would you structure your training, performance-based sessions and hypertrophy days? So yeah, but first of all, you need to establish what your goals are. Like for example, I know that I only want to grow my glutes and hamstrings. I don't want to grow the rest. I don't care about growing the rest of my body. So my hypertrophy sessions are therefore going to be glute and hamstring focused because that that's all I need and my my rear delt volume only needs to be minimal for injury prevention I'm not trying to like grow my shoulders massively so you've got to identify what your goals are and set your training in line with your goals like what's your priority hypertrophy or improving strength and like your conditioning um because that's gonna influence which way it's more heavily weighted. If your priority is hypertrophy, then you might have more hypertrophy sessions over the week. If your priority is more strength and conditioning, then you might have more CrossFit strength and conditioning style sessions over the week. If you care about your fitness levels and your strength more than your body composition. So it depends on your priorities. Um, and I would generally advise if, for example, you have two glute hamstring sessions over the week like I do, make sure they're split up. So don't train them two days back to back because your performance is not going to be the best it could be if you did that your recovery is not going to be great so try and split training the same muscle groups over the week rather than doing them back to back and um consider yeah so if you're wanting to progress with your performance and do s and c style sessions what elements of your performance are you trying to progress with are you wanting to get better at CrossFit or are you wanting to just get better at your compound movements like your squat, bench and deadlift? Depends on your goals and what you're wanting to achieve, what your priorities are and your training should be based on your goals. So there's a lot to consider and make sure that you're recovering efficiently. 
make sure that you've got enough rest in over the week. I would advise everybody has at least one rest day over the week where they, they actually rest from training. I always have one rest day of the week where I completely rest. Um, but if you are doing a mixture of hypertrophy and SNC slash CrossFit, you can sometimes get away with a slightly higher training frequency because of the variation between the two sessions. Um, so yeah, and different sessions will take longer to recover from. So there's a lot to take into account, but what I would do is set your initial programming, if you're programming for yourself. If you've got a coach, it makes it so much easier because it takes the thinking away from it. Like if you can just get a coach and allow them to program for you, it will make your life so much less stressful. They can assess your recovery, they can set your baseline programming and they can apply progressive overload within that. They can, they can structure when you're gonna train what and give you what you need to do be doing. So if you can get a coach, it will make your life so much easier. I can't emphasize that enough. But if you're setting your own training, set that initial baseline training program and stick to that and be patient with it. Monitor your performance, monitor your recovery, and make sure you're eating enough. And then if you need to make, if you find, for example, by the time the second hypertrophy session rolls around, you're not recovered, you might have to add in an extra rest day or reduce the volume of those hypertrophy sessions. So it's just about monitoring your response and then adapting where necessary once you've set that initial baseline training program. Um, I want to give CrossFit a go, but I'm nervous to start as I don't know how to train this way. What advice would you give? So with CrossFit, you have to almost, you have to let go of the need to be in control of everything because CrossFit workouts are a little bit random. Like you will turn up at a CrossFit box and you'll get given a random workout and you'll just have to crack on with it. So you have to let go of the need to be in control. And sometimes people who've been in bodybuilding in the past, like myself, enjoy bodybuilding because of that element of control. So you have to learn to let go of that if you want to do CrossFit sessions. When you go into that CrossFit session, you have to let go of the need to be in control and just give 100% on that day itself. Um, but like I said at the beginning, you can scale every workout. So don't ever be intimidated because you'll never have to do something that you can't do and you will learn and that's that's the fun part of it, like the learning process, the fact that there's always room for improvement, there's always room for progress, is great if you allow yourself to, to lean into that and enjoy that process and enjoy that lack of control. You can always have control in your hypertrophy sessions over the week, but if you're doing CrossFit, you have to let go of that need to be in control to a certain extent. But yeah, it's just one of those things that you've got to just dive in head first and give it a shot and like I said don't be nervous you can scale the workouts there's never going to be anything that you're forced to do that you actually can't do so just go in head first give it a shot you'll realize that everyone's so lovely in CrossFit like everyone I've met through CrossFit has been so welcoming so down to earth so lovely um and it's been a really pleasant experience. I've made so many 
really lovely friends who I'm so incredibly grateful for. So yeah, just go in head first and give it a shot, like find a local box and go to a class and see what you think. You know, you've got nothing to lose by trying something new. So what is holding you back? Like you've got nothing to lose. It's natural to be nervous when you're going into a new environment. But like I said, you can scale everything. You won't be forced to do anything that you can't do. And sometimes you've just got to put yourself out there and get that first time over and done with. And once that first time is done, you'll realize that it's nothing to be nervous for and you will absolutely love it. Next question was, what made you want to try CrossFit over powerlifting or any other type of weight training? So obviously I've done bodybuilding, so that box has been ticked. Um, but powerlifting, sort of, I think I would enjoy it to a certain extent, but I also think that um, I might find it a little bit boring. And I was drawn to CrossFit because of the fitness element of it and the gymnastics and how many different aspects of um, training or incorporated into CrossFit like I love that I love that I'm the fittest I've ever been and that wouldn't come with powerlifting so that's why I was drawn to CrossFit I think and also I actually did my CrossFit foundation course so basically before you go to a, a session you will be invited to a foundation day or a foundation class where they teach you the basics of CrossFit and that will fill you with confidence as well for your first session I did my foundation course back in 2018, but at the time I was still bodybuilding. So I knew that I wouldn't be able to do CrossFit alongside bringing my best to a bodybuilding stage. So I couldn't go into it at that point. I did the foundation course, loved it, but because I was bodybuilding, I knew that I couldn't do it. I have some family who um, train at the CrossFit box and it's literally around the corner from me. So. I kind of always had in the back of my head since that foundation course, I'd always like to go in, into it at some point. So now is the time, you know, now I'd stopped bodybuilding and I didn't have to worry about bringing my best to the stage anymore. It was feasible for me to try CrossFit. So I just decided to go back and give it a shot. I did my first session um, and honestly, absolutely, I felt so amazing when I did that first CrossFit session since I come away from bodybuilding it just made me feel so good mentally. It was a massive mental escape. I felt just so like invigorated and happy and really enjoyed it. And it really pushed my limits, which I absolutely love. So since that first session, I've never looked back. I was like, yes, I'm going into it now. So um, yeah, that's why, that's how I sort of got into it again since that foundation course back in 2018. And the next question was, can you muscle up yet? No, I cannot muscle up yet. I've not tried a muscle up to be fair. So um, that's pending, we will see. Might have to try a scaled option first. And the next question was, how does a competition work? What is the scoring like? So in a CrossFit competition, first of all, all of the ones that I've done so far have been team events. So I've done one which was same-sex teams of two and one which was same-sex teams of three. So there are also individual competitions, but I like just competing for fun as a team in local competitions, it's nothing crazy. Um, and in terms of the scoring, so like I said before, different workouts are scored in different ways. In some workouts, it'll be a case of whoever gets the most reps in a given amount of time. In other workouts, it will be whoever finishes first 
like wins basically that workout so there'll be several heats throughout the day and in a heat there'll be like 18s on the floor and um you'll have a certain workout to complete and whoever finishes first obviously wins and they get a given amount of points on the scoreboard for winning and then it i think it's whoever gets the least points so like you get less points the higher you place in that workout and then whoever has the least points at the end actually wins so that's how the scoring usually works but um it's more clear-cut than bodybuilding obviously there's politics involved in bodybuilding there's perception involved whereas in crossfit there isn't it's just like you can't fake whether you finished first or not you either finish first or you haven't <laughs> do you know what i mean you've either you've either beat that time you can't cheat you've got judges counting your reps you've got judges looking at your times so you can't cheat the times or cheat the reps so it's yeah it's either whoever completes the most reps in a workout or whoever finishes the fastest and then there's also usually a strength component at competitions as well so it'll be like um who uh, a one rep max snatch or one rep max clean or um a complex like a clean complex where you have to do a hand clean and then a clean from the floor and whoever gets the most weight obviously wins that component of the competition as well so yeah there's usually in a competition there's a lifting section so there's a lift which is either a complex a one rep max or a ladder and then there's like say four other wads throughout the day and in the other wads it's based on how many reps you manage to get or who finishes the fastest and the workouts are really hard but they're really fun and it's like it's so challenging but in such a fun way and I've always loved training because of the element of being able to push my limits and CrossFit gives me that. Bodybuilding obviously once gave me that but now CrossFit gives me that and I'm also able to have a social life. I'm also able to be healthy, to function properly and um, to put more time, energy, effort into work so CrossFit really works for me now and bodybuilding wouldn't work for me in my life right now it just isn't in line with my values anymore and i'm much more of a well-rounded person than i once was when i had to dedicate my entire life to getting shredded and stepping on stage so that's where i'm at guys i hope you enjoyed seeing my face after my youtube hiatus i don't know why i'm doing front double bicep but um let me know if you enjoyed this please do like and subscribe and share if you did um, thank you for taking the time to watch this I really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart guys and if you're watching this on the female fitness podcast please do like subscribe and let me know who you want to hear from and what you want me to cover but thank you so much maybe I'll do another YouTube video at some point who knows let me know if you want to see it because there's no point in me doing it if you're not gonna watch it so let me know and I'll see you in the next one